The skyline to the south is the ever-changing profile of Teesside. Steelworks at Redcar, on the south side of the river mouth, are slowly disappearing, and in their place a wind turbine blade manufacturing plant will rise. It will be producing enormous blades to be installed on wind turbines, destined for the Dogger Bank Wind Farm, which will be the largest offshore wind farm in the world, located in the North Sea. The term Dogger is very familiar to seafarers and listeners of BBC Radio 4, as it features in the daily shipping forecast which in turn makes regular forays into poetry and popular culture. Irish poet Seamus Heaney wrote a sonnet that begins Dogger, Rockall, Malin, Irish Sea, Green Swift upsurges, North Atlantic flux, conjured by that strong gale-warming voice, collapse into sibilant penundra. Actor, TV presenter and wordsmith Stephen Fry's version starts Malin, Hebrides, Shetland. Jersey, Fair Isle, Turtleneck, Tank Top, Cortel, Blowy, Quite Misty, Seasickness, Not Many Fish Around, Come Home. Former Poet Laureate Carol Ann Duffy wrote, Darkness Outside, Inside, The Radio's Prayer, Rockall, Malin, Dogger, Finisterre. Current figures on the Office for National Statistics website state that in 2020, Wind energy generation accounted for 24% of local electricity generation, including renewables and non-renewables, with offshore wind accounting for 13% and onshore wind accounting for 11%. The UK government has set a zero emissions target by 2050. There's a long way to go. It is anticipated that jobs across the UK linked directly and indirectly to the offshore wind industry could grow from current levels of around 26,000 to 70,000 in the next five years. It is expected that a significant number will be in the northeast. As the Dogger Wind Bank farm develops, one of its two points for electricity being fed into the national grid will be Teesside. Manufacture of components including cabling for on- and offshore wind, is a growth industry across the region. Immediately to the south of Children Point is an aerial view of Hawthorne Beach, or Hawthorne Hive, which is its official name. Hive is derived from hive, with a Y, and is an old English word for landing. There is a story that the community of St Cuthbert, having left the island of Lindisfarne because of Viking raids, had a short stay in Seam arriving by boat at Hawthorne Hive, ahead of the community moving westwards towards what was to become Durham City. Anglo-Saxon St Cuthbert is often regarded as an early environmentalist. Many of his miracles involved animals, and he is said to have introduced bird protection laws to Lindisfarne during his lifetime. The Ida Duck, resident on the Northumberland coast around Lindisfarne, is affectionately known as the Cuddy Duck, named after the much-loved saint. Birds that live on the Durham coast include the skylark, the extremely rare little tern, and lapwings. Flowers and fauna include the delightful common rock rose, which likes chalky soil, limestone grasslands, and a variety of rare orchids. One is the bee orchid, a tiny flower that mimics the female bee in looks in order to trick male bees into mating attempts that result in pollination. It has petals that resemble wings and two fuzzy upper petals that look like antennae. Bees, too, are the subject of popular culture and writing. 20th century American poet Ogden Nash declared, 
I eat my peas with honey. I've done it all my life. It makes the peas taste funny, but it keeps them on the knife. Shakespeare's plays frequently reference bees. From the bee tolling from every flower in Henry IV, Part Two, to Trollius and Cressida, where Full merrily the humble bee doth sing, till he hath lost his honey and his sting. A few decades earlier, Renaissance philosopher and scholar Erasmus said, No bees, no honey. One third of what we eat is dependent on bees and the essential role they play as a pollinator. Without them, many crops would not produce. Bee populations are declining because of pesticide use, disease and habitat loss. Poet Linda France is climate writer-in-residence for New Writing North and Newcastle University. In 2020, she created a collective poem called Mermination. That is the word for the huge flocks of starling birds that come together each year as they prepare to fly to their communal roosting sites, forming a collective dance as they swarm, swoop and twist in the sky. The public were asked to contribute phrases celebrating the natural world, starting with, because I love, or what if. Linda France brought all the comments together. The poem both celebrates the natural world and serves as a lament. A stanza reads, At the midnight of the year, at a darkness, a million compasses fail, and the starlings don't come. Empty sky, no swallows, no swifts, no summer nests in the eaves. A blackbird that isn't there opens his throat into silence, thin air, no golden note. The walk continues to Blast Beach.